Welcome back. My name's Phil. And I'm Steven. This is Streaming Things. And you guys might have heard something. Chris didn't open up the show. But we have a new host, everybody. It's not Madison. It's not Chris. It's not even Andy, that some bitch. It's my best friend, Phil. Hi, Streaming Thingerinos. <laughs> Maybe one of the best introductory moments ever. <laughs> Everybody's turned this off immediately. <laughs> if you guys don't know, Phil is my best friend. Uh, I've known him for many, many years. I'm pretty sure, years. pretty sure our uh, relationship can vote. It can. Yes, it can vote. Can it can't it, drive yet. It though. can't drive. No. It, 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 drive. it can't rent Sorry, a car. Sorry, it can't drink. My bad. Oh, it well, can't it drink. can't drink in the United States, which, which mm. is where we're located. That, so. that is a very good distinction. Yeah. Mm. But we've known each other a long time. Mm -hmm. You guys have probably heard yeah. me talk about Phil a lot. He does a lot of the photography work we have for the show. That's me. He's a very talented dude. Oh. He's also a huge fan of the movie studio A25. Mm -hmm. What's up, Chris? <laughs> uh, but Phil, a couple years ago, mm -hmm. I we're here to talk about Star Trek. Star Trek Strange New World Season Strange 2. Strange New World Season 2. Um, can you briefly kind of go and tell the listener why you're on this show about Star Trek? <laughs> if our humble beginnings is in the wars, how do we get into the track? Uh, well, feel free to jump in here because I don't, I don't know ex exactly where you jumped in on this, but <clears throat> Star Trek has been uh, kind of in the background of my life the entire time i've been aware of movies and film um but never really got into it and then during the pandemic i was like you know what i just kind of want to watch like i want to watch a show that like transports me away from all of whatever's going on i.e covid19 world shutdown all that stuff so the happiest of times <clears throat> the best of times. the best of times it was the worst of times and also the worst of times. Um, so I was like, what can I get into that is that has a lot of it and is nothing like what I'm currently dealing with, uh, i.e. pandemic. And I was like, I should watch Star Trek. I love science fiction. Yeah. It's always been part of, of the zeitgeist. It's always in the background, but I've never really given it a shot. So I started watching it <clears throat> and I got really into it. Like absolutely absorbed didn't watch anything else <laughs> I, I watched it pretty much every day non uh non-stop for like a year and a half because there's so much of it there's there's oh yeah there's decades. like half a century of star yeah. trek at this point basically Abs yeah absolutely so um started with deep space nine uh went on to tng went on to voyager make it so but then Strange New Worlds came out, mm. season one. And I was like, I should look at what new Trek looks like. And it was amazing. I loved it. Did you it. watch Strange New Worlds before Disco? I did. Okay. Because I, because Strange New Worlds was my first foray into new Trek at that point. Um, so I was like, I should watch this. <clears throat> loved it. Absolutely loved it. Ate it up. And then as a result of that, um, because um, for anybody who's seen season two of Star Trek Discovery, um, Captain Pike and Spock and the crew are on that season. So I was Buddha's like, Ooh. on that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, Ooh, I should watch Discovery, but that wasn't until season two. So I went back and I watched season one. I love that. Mm -hmm. And Very I know different track. Yeah. Extreme, extremely yeah. different, but I love like it. great in its own way. Um, <clears throat> and then I watched season two, 
loved it, season three and four. So, and then of course we got into um, Lower Decks. She can see my shirt. Oh, Cerrito Strong, baby. Um, So, all caught up now on all new treks. Ironically, the only treks I haven't watched are the original series. Um, (laughs) Seen a few of the movies. Um, Unfortunately, it's watched all the movies, haven't you? The of no. Oh, okay. I skipped the first one because of just. It's like one of those things where like everybody says it's bad and I'm going to watch it at some point. There's only so much kinda, time in a day. No. If you know something's bad, why right. put yourself so, through that? Uh, <clears throat> but and I haven't seen Star Trek Prodigy, which is the um, the animated like more geared toward a young younger audience. So is that the one with Janeway? Yeah. Mm. I've always like seen that advertised like it'll come up on my queue on uh, on like Netflix or Paramount Plus. And I'm yeah. like. Do I? It's one of those things where, like, after I've gotten through all of the other treks and I have nothing else to watch trek-wise, I'll probably dip into it. Now, I've heard it's good. Yeah. But, oh, and um, Picard, of course. Watched, oh, yeah. Watch that. Yeah. Um, which, if you're a patron of uh, the show, um, Steve and I talked a bit about on an uh, on Patreon an after hours, so, yeah, yeah. If, if you can go on to Patreon and there's an app. We do a things called after hours, which are meant to be like behind the scenes. We talk about whatever we want kind of shit. Yeah. And Phil came on for one of those and he and I talked about season three of Picard, which was awesome. Yeah. So check that out if you haven't watched that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I actually growing up. Yeah. What? Yeah. What's your background on it? Yeah. For me, growing up, Star Trek was always one of those things where, you know, it's you know, this might be apocryphal, but Star Wars was always my my first sci-fi love, right? Mm-hmm. And so growing up, uh, you probably remember, at least like in the 90s, uh, late 80s, throughout the 90s, there was this sort of like stupid little nerd war that happened. <laughs> like you can't, you have to be a Star Wars fan or a Star Trek fan. There's yeah. no, these colors don't run, baby. It's one of those type of yeah. things. And so I, growing up, I had that mindset like, huh, I don't watch that nerd shit called Star Trek. I watch the nerd shit with a laser sword <laughs> and a moon that shoots lasers and yeah. blows up planets. Right. Uh, so it, it but but growing up, I did from every now and then. Do you remember UPN? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the channel. I remember UPN. That's where play. Voyager and Enterprise aired. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But um, growing up, like in the late nineties and early two thousands, UPN would air reruns of TNG. Yeah, and so the Next Generation was like my first real experience into Star Trek. I didn't watch it like straight through, mm-hmm. but if it was on. I yeah. found myself watching it because, like, I loved Jean-Luc Picard and, yeah. and Worf mm-hmm. and Data and Riker and Deanna Troy and Beverly. I loved all Beverly. those people. Oh, and Jordy. Mm-hmm. Can't forget Jordy. But uh, so Spot, the cat. Come on. Jeez. <laughs> I love you, Spot. <sighs> so that was always my first trek. So Dr. Pulaski. Uh, d- I forgot about Dr. Pulaski. Yeah, was that season? We all do. Two. two? Yeah. Uh, so you got into Star Trek <clears throat> around 2020. That's all you were watching. Yeah. We would hang out and you'd be like, I really want to talk about Star Trek with somebody, but <laughs> uh, no one's watching. None of my friends watched it. No, no one's watching these 20 year old shows. So yeah. I made a New Year's resolution. Yeah. Uh, was that the year 20 year shows? But 22, yeah. 2022. Uh, yeah. 2022. Yeah. Yeah. It was the mm-hmm. 2022. My New Year's resolution to was to watch as much Star Trek as I could. 
Yeah. And in that time, I watched all of Next Generation, which yeah. was the first time I had actually sat down and watched every single episode back, like in order. Yeah. Uh, I watched Four Seasons uh, of Voyager. Four Seasons of Voyager. <laughs> I watched all of Discovery. Uh-huh. Yep. I Strange watched Worlds. The first season of Picard. The first season of Strange New Worlds. Now, wait, I, wait, wait, wait. You didn't watch the first season of Picard. You oh, I watched the first like, like three episodes. <laughs> yeah, I watched the first three episodes of Picard and three, realized three, it yeah. was not for me. No. Uh, but, <clears throat> and I, I still have not seen season two. You don't need to. I just watched a recap of both and then watched season three. And season three is amazing. But yeah. yeah, the first two seasons are like, holy shit, how did they get this that wrong? Dog shit. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but... I, I loved everything else. Like I love Voyager. I love uh, Discovery. Mm-hmm. I, I I loved everything. I st- I still need to finish Discovery. I still need to watch Deep Space Nine because that's like the best one. That is from, the best track from yeah. Ev- yeah. what everyone mm-hmm. says. Yeah. So it's one. Of, so it's a it's a it's a fan base I'm relatively new at. I'm pretty like passionate about it. Like I just want to consume it as much as I can. If it wasn't for this podcast, I'd be doing what you were doing two years ago and just watching star Trek. Yeah. But as listeners know, if it ain't for the show, I don't watch it. Cause oh. such is my life now. Push Steve. So that's why I like when Chris is like, what do we want to cover in the summer? Like stranger worlds, stranger worlds. I want to watch stranger worlds. <laughs> that's the one I want to watch stranger worlds. Uh, and some people might be kind of disappointed that Chris isn't joining us. I know. I'm sorry. I'm a bad substitute for Chris. I'm no, sorry. no. So, so the original plan, just so you guys know, the original plan was to have myself yeah. as sort of like, you know, my typical dick and fart joke guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phil would be the expert on Trek, the Trek expert. And, and Chris would be the person who knows nothing about Star Trek. And we would get like the, the complete new person's <clears throat> view on every episode, which would yeah. be, I thought that would be a really fun uh, dynamic. Yeah. And yeah. he was super into it and super down. He really wanted to do it. But uh, Star Trek Strange New Worlds debuts on Thursdays. Yeah. And that's like the one day of the week that Chris cannot record because he has to go to you know he's a big he's a big dick tiktok star now so he has to go to like movie movie openings on thursdays and review them for tiktok so i'm glad he's doing that instead of this because (laughs) that is going to be much more um much better for chris much yeah Yeah. much better for chris he will be less confused yeah He'll be less and enjoy himself more. Yeah, he enjoys. It won't be just every episode of him going. The fuck is up with the phasers? <laughs> so does he do hyperspace? What the fuck is this? So Spock underacting yeah. or overacting or not right. acting? What's he doing? Right. <laughs> now Chris, Chris is Chris is doing doing the best Chris thing. Yeah, and uh, gonna try to do as as good of a job as we can mm-hmm. with this. Well, me, you're. A pro. So uh, well, thank yeah. you. I, I don't. I wouldn't say that, but I love. I love your commitment to the A twenty four hat bit. It's A twenty five. Oh, sorry. Is that your favorite movie studio? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, I almost called you Chris because it's just so. You can old. call me Chris. Well, care. well, not Chris. Uh, <laughs> what? Strange New Worlds. Yeah. Season one. Mm-hmm. Overall, the season ended last year. Yeah. What are your overall thoughts on the show of Strange New Worlds going in to the second season? Um, well, like I said, I loved Strange New Worlds season one. I thought it was the strongest first season of Star Trek of any series that they've made in the last several decades. Um, it's it's near perfect in my mind. Is um, it almost as perfect as Anson Mount's hair? 
No, no, that's, you can't, that's no, perfect. that's that that's on another level. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> yeah. So how does how does uh, Anson Mount's Captain Pike kind of rank in your pantheon of captains? Ooh, yeah, that's a tough. We're, we're starting off hot, baby. You know what? I this this is probably controversial because my first captain was Ben Cisco, mm-hmm. and he is my default. Like he's a man because um, he's just he's the first one for mm-hmm. me. I think he's a better captain than Picard is. Cisco, yeah. Mm. But Picard I makes some peculiar decisions sometimes. I, Picard's a bit odd. I think he's a great, great cap captain, but I, I don't think he's the best one. I do think Pike has the potential to be number one because <clears throat> he leads by example. He's understanding. Mm-hmm. He's flexible. That's the thing. Like, have you seen him do stretches? <laughs> My God, dude yeah, can right, touch his right. toes, uh-huh. oh, his yeah. chin. Yep. His downward dog specifically, oh, unreal. Man. No cap cap as well. Maybe Archer, but. <laughs> yeah, Archer doesn't mean downward yeah, dog. Yeah. Um, no, I, I honestly think Pike might be the best captain just because he's um, somebody that I could see myself getting a beer with and taking or- or orders from without second guessing it. He's And he cooks for you. Yeah, he he's just a meal. He's an affable guy. He makes good choices. He is diplomatic over violent, but he's not also but he's also not opposed to um punching some faces punching if he needs to. Um, I'm not opposed to punching some faces. Yeah. <laughs> he's funny. He's um, funny. He, he's just so so we did get a glimpse um, at the end of season one. He essentially tries to alter his future and inadvertently makes really bad decisions that um, end up essentially kickstarting a war, a massacre mm-hmm. between the Romulan Empire and the Federation. So obviously he's not perfect. Uh, the man didn't make great choices in that alternate future. Thankfully, not everyone could be William Riker, right? Right. Right. (laughs) Thankfully, though, that was all um, just a vision of the future and not the actual future for him in this time timeline. So I I love a sci fi ghost of Christmas past uh, episode. Those are always fun. Yeah. As long as they don't go back in time (laughs) and it's just like a uh, a vision of the future. um, Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So but 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 how do you feel about him? Oh, I love him. I love Anson Mount. He's he's everything you just said and more. Yeah. Uh, and plus, he just has that hair. Uh, Stranger Worlds to me, like I, the thing I gravitated most towards Stranger Worlds is like the the cast is obviously great. I mean, yeah. Captain Pike being a standout, Spock being another standout. I really love uh, his portrayal by uh, Ethan Peck. Mm-hmm. I think he's. I mean, those are big shoes <clears throat> to fill when you're stepping into a legendary character like Spock when you know he's initially played by Leonard Nimoy. And also, um, Zachary, Zachary Quinto, Quinto yeah. was also pretty good at him, yeah. but, um, I love what he's doing. It's very, I think it's more subtle than Zachary Quinto Spock was in some ways, but mm. he's so funny yeah. without like really eliciting any emotion. He can be so funny. And then, I also like, think that speaks to the script though, too. Like, oh, hundred percent. Yeah. People writing for Spock, uh, get it. And also, um, 
are legitimately good at at at, at injecting the mm-hmm. the seed for him to I know sprout yeah, sprout yeah Spock sprout yeah <laughs> <laughs> and I, and to your point the writers are really good at like breathing life into these characters because you got like Uhura's always fun to be around oh, yeah. um uh is it Lieutenant Nunyan Singh is she mm-hmm. Lieutenant yeah yep she is uh Ortegas I love Ortegas she's like one of my favorite helmsman's she is my favorite um person on the bridge that's not pike yeah so same she's yeah. like she's so funny yeah. um uh babs who plays mbega yeah mbenga mbenga yep. uh like I, dude i could listen to that guy read a dictionary yeah. and i would just melt like yeah. please babs read read this to me yeah. please uh, and, and, and that, you know, Nurse Chapel's a great addition. Mm-hmm. Like that talk about a character that wasn't really a character based <laughs> off the original. Cause a lot of these characters were in what the original pilot for the original series. Uh, as I understand it. Uh, well, Pike was the original captain in the first episode. Uh, and then, uh, they brought in Kirk for the actual start of the yeah. series. But I think the, the, <clears throat> the pilot or maybe the, <clears throat> The test episode that the shot had like a uh, Nurse Chapel character yeah, and all played, that. Played by Major Barrett, who played uh-huh. Luxana Troy mm. in Next Gen. Your favorite character of Trek, Luxana yeah. Troy. Yeah, <laughs> Luxana Troy. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I love the first season. I really love the style of Stranger Worlds. I think the ship, the Enterprise, is like the sleekest, coolest. Like, I just want to hang out in that oh, yeah, ship. It looks cool. It's cool has yeah. fireplaces come on yeah it's beautiful pike's pike's quarters are obnoxiously <laughs> big. I, want, I want to live there <laughs> yeah it's space but they're like let's give the cabins uh like a like a three-story loft he's got a like three thousand square square foot of that ship locked down just for him yeah and it's like come on and at least he invites people to cook meals i for know, him, you know? yeah he's, he's, pretty he, he's the best he's captain the best. he deserves all Picard that Picard never wanted anybody in his Picard, space yeah he would be like everyone leave outside i'm gonna go play on my flute <laughs> <laughs> well, I miss my family. I think Picard would have <laughs> Vash over, and then he would have Beverly, Beverly over for Beverly. breakfast. Oh, yeah. They always had breakfast together. Yeah. But aside from that, like, not too many other Can you Not too many other times. Picard inviting Worf to his quarters, like, so Worf. Do you want to hang out? <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> What's cracking? <laughs> I don't know, Captain. (laughs) (laughs) Well, with that, Phil, let's get these officers on deck. I love it. Let's talk about Star Trek Strange New Worlds Season 2, Episode 1, titled The Broken Circle, directed by Chris Fisher and written by Akilah Goldsman and Alex Kurtzman. Mm. Kurtzman. Kurtzman. I misspelled that in my notes. That's okay. That's going to happen a lot. Like one of the funny things, like so Phil and I just yeah. watched it. We literally just finished watching this episode, came in here and turned the mics on. Yeah. And a real funny thing <clears> was, you know, it's Star Trek. It's sci-fi. So there's a lot of goofy made up, words. Made up yeah. words, made up names. It was really funny to see what my iPad would autocorrect people's names to. Yeah. <laughs> and we may or may not go by those names from here on out. <laughs> just saying. We will introduce them first the right way. And then use the autocorrected term after that exactly (laughs) 
But Phil, the yeah. Enterprise yeah. is in space dock at Starbase One, which we just saw destroyed in uh, Picard season three. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> Simpler so it was times. Like, oh damn, this is a uh, ooh. Yeah, <laughs> this is awkward. <laughs> well, no one knows what's coming for yeah. them in what, like fifty, seventy years? I forget. Oh, this is a hundred plus, hundred plus yeah. years. All right. uh, but something is <clears throat> in the air. All yes. right. Um, oh my God, right off the bat, it, <laughs> uh, Pike, yeah. it, it auto-corrected Pike to Coke. <laughs> wow. Great. <laughs> Pike is an actual I word. Know, an I don't know why word. it's, it. maybe I misspelled it and whatever my misspelling was, it was like Coke, <laughs> the classic taste. <laughs> Uh, but Pike is on a FaceTime call with Una. Uh, last season, she was taken yeah. away by Starfleet for being uh, an, an, an Illyrian. Illyrian. Yeah. That's a big no-no. Why is it a big no-no? Genetic modification is a really big no-no for the Federation. They don't want people to be genetically modified, mm-hmm. and Illyrians um, are. so They're all about that life. Yeah. They're like, can <clears> I? <throat> I, um, I need to get that edge. Yeah. I need to be better, faster, yep. stronger, hornier. They yes. want it all. Yep. <laughs> then Specifically that them. last part. <laughs> that last thing. They definitely want that last part. Uh, but, Mike, but Pike's telling Una, like, hey, you can't resign. That The loss would be unimaginable to right. the Enterprise. And so he is going to travel all the way across the, the galaxy mm-hmm. to talk to uh, – I didn't catch the name of the person's kind of – that he's yeah, going to appeal to get her It's a her lawyer release. of some sort. It's a lawyer. <clears throat> yeah. It's like pretty the, sure it it's was, like, right? It's like space Johnny Cochran. Right. Yeah. He's like, you ain't getting out of here. Yeah, but she's like, hey, it's going to take you three days to get the door slammed in your face. Uh, and he jokes like, oh, well, two and a half by uh, the new ship. On the new ship. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we, lo- we we know that Pike loves uh, loves the new toys. He loves it. Mm, I get it. I get it. <laughs> so he puts Spock yeah. as acting captain Mm -hmm. uh and he you know spock's a little reserved about it he says they're lacking a chief engineer and a head of security because hammer died yeah he died which ah what a bummer i know he was maybe my favorite character from the first season i love that dude yeah uh and 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 sing is going off on gorn adventures yes to well specifically to find the parents of oriana who um survived uh on the ship um in episode nine with the Gorn. Yeah, that so. was like that like horror episode yeah. that one of the best best ones of yeah, the last that was, season. That was fun. Super cool. That was fun. Every time uh not Captain, not James T. Kirk, but his brother Kirk. Sam Kirk. Sam yeah. Kirk. Every time that guy's on screen, I'm just like, what is the best? He's gonna bite it. I know he's gonna <laughs> fucking eat shit. I love shit. that guy. <laughs> and he, he he eats shit almost every episode <clears throat> he's in, but like I always yeah. expect him to die. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but he's still with us. Yep. Thankfully so. Still kicking. Uh but Spock, he's feeling a little nervous. Uh maybe his emotions <laughs> are getting the better of him. His human half is getting the better of him. Because he let loose in that Gorn episode. You gotta let loose. Yeah. Cause he saw um Oh, I forget the, the name of the guy. He had just been promoted, and it was his first away mission, and he got uh, taken by the Gorn. And uh, got Gorned. Yeah, got yeah, got Gorned. And uh, <clears throat> Spock let loose, and uh, Spock amok. And as <laughs> as Mabenga told him, like, "Hey, man, you 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 took down the barrier that Vulcans spend a long time building to control your emotions because Vulcans feel more intensely mm-hmm. than we do. 
but they're extremely adept at controlling it. But because Spock let loose in that episode, he's now sort of his his logic is comp- compromised when it comes to his emotions now. So yeah. he's he's dealing with some stress. Yeah, I've I've been there. Yeah, I've been there. I've also let loose from time to time. Yeah, yeah, you've seen me. There was <laughs> there was a party years ago where I just let loose so is much. Is this the tape tape man? And my, my inner tape man <laughs> came out. And it, it took me like three days to stuff them back inside. We should talk about that on a Patreon episode sometime because <laughs> yeah. I think people would like that. Yeah, if you guys want to hear about Tape Man, let me know. It's a real thing I did when I was way too drunk. Um, got pictures of that. So uh, Mbenga offers him like a very human therapy and he pulls out the space loot. <laughs> Why was that in sick bay? We're not sure. <laughs> He's like, hold on. I got something in the medical supplies closet. <laughs> loot. He pulls out this beautiful wooden loot. <laughs> and there was an officer in the background that just shouted free bird. <laughs> <laughs> what was the, uh, what, what was the name of the song that, um, Deanna Troy tried to get Riker to play? Oh, uh, night, uh, night bird. Night bird. Yeah. 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 And he, he never would play it. Yeah. yeah. That'd be sweet if, if Spock just started belting out night bird on, <laughs> on a loot. I, I did like the line where um, Mbega asked Spock, uh, like, do you like music? And he's like, Vulcan, study it for mathematical properties. Yeah, <laughs> I love that part. Yeah, so yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. And, he, and, he, and, his, and his heart rate seems to kind of lower when he's sort of fiddling. He's noodling yeah. with the loot. Yeah. But then Nurse Chapel walks in yeah. and his heart rate goes through the roof. Do you ship um, Chapoc slash Spapple? Is that what they're their shipping name is called it's what i'm call, calling them Sh- i, I like spapple 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 spackle yeah spackle do you ship those two i do okay hard right. am i not is that not a popular thing to do ship? probably 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 I don't, know. I, I don't all right let me put it on the record everybody look at me in the eye right now if you're watching on youtube or spotify look me right in the eye right now I fuck with that couple. All right. <laughs> I want them to be together so hard. <laughs> I don't, you can but what about me all to you bring? want. Fuck to bring. <laughs> <laughs> Poor to bring. She doesn't love Spock for she's every a good bit of him. Vulcan. Sure. She's a good Vulcan, but is she the best Vulcan for Spock? Maybe not. Mm. I don't think Spock belongs with a Vulcan. He's too, you know, he needs, he needs to, he needs a nice nurse. He needs a nice nurse to take care of him. <laughs> that lonely boy yes. with mommy issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> I, I do like that. Uh, when Mbenga sees his heart rate go up, he, he does the classic fascinating Vulcan yeah. catchphrase. Yeah. That was pretty funny. Uh, but Chapel's thinking about leaving Spock leaves in a huff. Uh, Chapel's thinking about leaving. I think the, they obviously like each other, but they can't be together because right. Spock is with T'Pring, yeah. his mm-hmm. fiance. Yep. Um, and so she wants to apply for this position that'll take her two months out of the, the Enterprise on Vulcan on to Vulcan. do archaeology or ar- archaeological medicine. What was it? What is archaeological medicine? Probably just. Um, Can you believe this? They took a thing called whatever we're doing now. <laughs> ibuprofen. <laughs> yeah. Ibuprofen. What a weird thing the ancients did. I, I didn't write down exactly what she was going away for, but I know it had something to do with archaeology and it makes with her being a nurse. It, it makes it, it be archaeological yeah. medicine. Maybe so. Yeah. 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 Uh, so 
What she, I loved about the next scene, though, is that Ortegas has completely customized the controls. She's pimped her enterprise. And the inspector's like, oh, you're... Your controls are mm. are messed up, and she's like, "No, no, no! Like, I know what I'm doing. This is the optimal way to fly this ship. Yep, this is this is the right way." And and he sort of scoffs and and do these inspectors? <clears throat> what a bunch of squares! I think they actually mentioned that there are more inspectors on the ship at that point than crew. <laughs> what are they doing? It seems like literally every crew member is probably having this exact uh, oh. scenario play out like like fucking Boimler's in the lower deck like and then inspector's like, is that how you scrub the, the holodeck filters? <laughs> yeah, just inspectors getting in the way of everybody trying to do their job. Yeah, it's annoying. And it, and it happens to Uhura. Mm -hmm. uh, they want to reboot. Oh, she, she is not about that no. inspector at all. No, no. She, she's she, like, I'm trying to do my job here. Like, can you get out of my face? Has that ever happened to you? Because like, like, like if you're at a cubicle at work and there's just some sort of inspector or supervisor that's, that's hovering, and you're like, mm -hmm. can you can yeah. you go? I got some I got a system here. What drives me nuts is when I'm trying to shoot on an, an, an event and a guy comes up to me and he wants to like ask me about the camera like the camera and like how to shoot and stuff and like in any other situation i'd be like yes let's chat but because i'm there to do a job and i'm being paid to do a job i'm like no not the time man can can you not <laughs> you, shoot, you ever shoot on a red <laughs> yeah fucking hate that the question people, so much the people <laughs> asking me about that don't know what a red is that's true so. that's true you're just like, oh, I got a Polaroid. Oh, I got a uh, cool, cool pics at home. Is <laughs> that cool good? <laughs> sure, buddy. <laughs> what lens you got? A uh, 54D? <laughs> yeah, totes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but while she's kind of <clears throat> shooing the inspector away, she gets a signal. Uh, it seems like it might be important. Yeah. Uh, but we cut to Spock, as the, as the subtitles say, gracefully tuning his lute. Yes. Um, Uhura wants to talk with Spock. Uh, apparently, there's a distress <laughs> signal from the Kajitar system. Yeah. Uh, which my iPad autocorrected to the Fajita system. <laughs> <laughs> so, which is what we're going to call it from now on. From now on, they're going to the Fajita system. Yeah, they're going to Fajita. Because, goddamn, I want to go to the Fajita system. I also love this scene because Spock is still super stressed out. And when she shows up to his room, uh, Spock gives her the whole like, could this have been an email? And she's like, no, this is important. I need to speak to you face to face. But I just love like I've never identified more with Spock in that moment. Like, I get it, man. Like, not everything has to be a call or a face to face. It can be a an email. Yeah, 100 percent. 100 percent. But Spock kind of gets the the, the the important players <clears throat> together that are left on the ship. Yeah. Uh, the distress call came from Lieutenant Singh mm -hmm. um, and he he wants to go help her out. But they're under space dock and they yeah. can't un, under orders. They're not supposed to leave. Right. So he wants to have an enterprise heist. Yeah. Basically. Yep. Um, because the fajita system <laughs> is, <laughs> is this planet that's sort of like, you know, th for 30 days, Starfleet 
kind of patrols it. And then there's a shift change and the Klingons patrol it for 30 days. And it's part of this like agreement from the past Klingon war that they have, they share, they have this timeshare with each other where like, I get it on weekends. You get it on the weekdays. (laughs) Right. Right. Uh, And he doesn't want them going out. Admiral April, that is, doesn't want them going out there uh, to potentially start a war because it is not Starfleet's turn to be there. Right. In the fajita system. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, but Spock's like, Hey guys, this is the deal. We're going to steal the enterprise. Yeah. I'm not going to ask you to do it. Cause you all will be in super big trouble. Um, who's with me. And Mitchell's like, Hey, I'll go down to the warp core right now. Well, Mitchell's ride or sabotage die. It. <laughs> and she is does. ride or die. She's like, I didn't have hardly any lines in the first season. <laughs> this is my fucking chance to step up yeah. and do some shit. Yeah. Starting off strong. I like that. I like that gumption. Yeah. I like that gumption. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Cut back uh, to the bridge, and uh, Inspector Pelia comes in, played by Carol Kane, and she sniffs out the whole thing like that. She's too smart. Yeah. And Spock, being a Vulcan, cannot lie. So she's like, hey, man, uh, I know what you're doing. Uh, you're doing it the wrong way, though. If you really want to steal the ship, you need to do it this specific way. And um, I forget the... Trek the Trek no babble, but it but it involved venting something out of the nacelles. You have to vent ionized plasma from the warp there nacelles. Go. There you go. Um, <clears throat> which, by the way, what? It, so I assume she's going to take over as the engineer she for is, this yeah. season. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this brand new character? When so she's got a crazy accent right off the bat. I was like, oh, oh what is this? I'm, <laughs> I'm not so sure about this. She comes this. on strong. She comes on very strong. But within 30 seconds, uh, you realize she's on their team. And I thought she was a treat at that point. So and I'm really interested in another specific aspect of her care of her character that we'll probably get to toward the end of the discussion. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree. <clears throat> uh, as soon as she started talking, that thick accent came out. And for whatever reason, my first thought was like, Oh no, Luxana Troy. I don't know why <laughs> that character popped up in my head, but yeah. like, like you said, within 30 seconds, like she's really funny yeah. and spry and, and she's steering. She seems like completely unlike any of the other characters on the yeah. ship in like a good way. Like she'll, I can't wait to see her interact with Pike one-on-one or with uh, Singh one-on-one. Yeah. Just like this this elder uh, kooky <clears throat> lady who's just there to fuck shit up, right? right. She um, mentions that she hasn't been out on an adventure essentially in a hundred years. And Ortegas is like, all right. No, you're all about Yeah, mm-hmm. like, come on. And she's like, no, like, I honestly have not been out in a long 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 time and they piece together that she's a lanthanite and we'll learn more about the lanthanites uh toward the end of the episode mm-hmm. but now uh, so again pretty new star trek fan mm-hmm. been watching for like a yeah. solid year and a half almost two years at this point yeah lanthanite didn't this is new it's new okay yeah. all right and, I as to make far sure- as i know this is this is new, and I, I, it's one one of those things where I wonder if it's like a way to retcon certain holes <laughs> in past Trek canon. I don't know specifically what holes they would use, but um, yeah, they it seems like a seems like a thing that 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 they're going to use to yeah potentially write some backstory into. I can see them easily being able to do this because they have yeah. a line towards the end of the episode <clears throat> that's like 
the Lanthanites integrated themselves in human culture for hundreds of years before yeah. being found out. Right. Because they, they look like they pass for human. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They just don't. Yeah. They just live forever, practically, essentially. Right. Uh, I guess they're like elves. Unless they're killed, they can't die. <laughs> <laughs> Kooky elves. Yeah, right. They're just like, she's like, I know Elrond. Yeah. <laughs> you want to go to Rivendell? <laughs> Uh, sorry, we're mixing fantasy. Yeah, whoops. Uh, so they they bust out. Yeah. Of space dock. This cut to the really ad. cool shot of the yeah, Enterprise leaving space space dock. I I couldn't believe how nimble it looked. Yeah, these are enormous ships. They're giant like battle cruisers essentially, but they're nimble as hell. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, just like the way it it it, it pulled away and just turned it just looked so good like the cgi in this show is it's incredible it's so good just they're they're like modern star trek has an incredible team behind their like space cgi scenes Mm -hmm. specifically it always looks so so good yeah yeah it's it's uh they have a great team working for them there Mm. um so they they bust out we see the admirals kind of sitting at the conference room like oh no the enterprise is leaving yeah. Um, I love that conference room because it's just like it seems like such a waste of space. Yeah. Because just a table and then vast nothingness <laughs> and then glass that looks out into space. Yeah. <laughs> like you could fit maybe, I don't know, 350 conference tables in that space yeah. that they're sitting in. And I and you yeah. never see the opposite side. Like you right. don't see where they're coming in from. I love it because that's where Pike negotiated um, an alliance with, uh, was it? Te- it wasn't Teller rights, but in the first season, he negotiated like a whole the piece. The first episode. The, empath- um, the empathetic um, species. Yeah. Empath- empathetic? <clears throat> am I saying that right? Uh, empathic? Empathic? Yeah. Okay. Uh, he did that. Mm-hmm. So they go to Warp Factor 5. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> one of the best moments of the episode, Ortegas leans over because Spock's like, we gotta, we're ready to take the <laughs> ship out. We're going into Warp Factor 5. She's like, all right, you got to say your thing. What's your thing? And he's like, what do you mean? Well, every <laughs> captain has a thing. Pike says, hit it. Uh, Mitchell it? says sh- that one of the captains she worked under before said, Zoom? Zoom. What the hell is that? <laughs> I can imagine a captain's like, okay, let's uh, Zoom. <laughs> like, it's just a terrible, terrible I like, catchphrase. I like to imagine it's it was a captain with a little bit of, like, zest. And like, Zoom! <laughs> to the stars! I like to imagine it the was not to fun. a native speaking, <laughs> like a Federation standard speaking uh, species who um, the the universal translator may have mixed up what they were trying to say and yeah. it translated it into Zoom. What are some other ones that captains do? Well, so Ortega like- said... Vamanos. Vom, uh, Vamanos. That's yeah. the one she's workshopping. Which like is actually that's pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. Vamanos. Yeah. Like, that's dope. Yeah. I want the I want the sequel to Strange New Worlds where uh, yeah. she's a captain and she's telling people to Vamanos. That's oh, yeah. dope. Yeah. But what like uh Picard said engage. Yeah. Um Burnham said let's fly. Let's fly. What did uh Janeway say? Um, it? No. Do uh, it. <clears throat> do it? Yeah. Do the thing. Do it. Well, if you were captain, what would uh what would your what would your thing be? Oh God! <sighs> come back, come back to me on that because I, I I've, oh. I've I've thought about this a lot and I haven't come up with it yet. For a second, I thought your thing was just come back to me. <laughs> 
Come back to me. <laughs> it would just warp off. <laughs> I don't know. It would probably be something like. Let's go. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Captain yeah. Mario of the USS yeah. Enterprise. <laughs> yes. Uh, what but, would yours, yours be? Oh, what would mine be? Uh, mine would be, let's shag ass. <laughs> let's shag ass? Yeah, let's shag ass. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why are you questioning my thing? I'm sorry. It's okay. my thing. I'm going to sit in the <sighs> captain's chair. I'm going to look my my crew member right in the eye and say, let's shag ass. <laughs> it's either, okay. Okay, well, so actually in real life, I say yeah. this pretty mm-hmm. often where I say, let's blow this popsicle stand. Yeah, that's true. You Maybe that'll be that, my yeah. thing. Like, yeah. Let's blow this popsicle yeah. stand. Yeah. Uh, but we'll come back to you. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe by the end of the season, you'll have one. Yeah. That's a good, yeah. Yeah, let's put let's By put episode that. 10, I will have my catchphrase down. Oh, stay tuned. No pressure. It's not going to be a sh- let's shag ass, but. I mean, it might be. <laughs> maybe, maybe it'll just be let's shag ass. <laughs> yeah, nine episodes from now, you're like, I finally have a thing. It's let's shag ass. <laughs> I came up with it myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, but but so Spock has his thing. Yeah. And yeah. in pure amazing Spock fashion, I love the way they film this. It's like yeah. you get some close-up shots of him holding the arms of the chair. Yeah. He's getting he's getting ready. It's his moment. It's his time in the chair, his time to shine. And he goes, I would like the ship to go now. <laughs> <laughs> it's so Spock. I love it. I love it. It's so, so perfect. Because he has this glint in his eyes yeah. where you know Spock is like, I'm fucking nailing this. Yeah. I'm in the captain's chair. I'm a big man right now doing I, a catchphrase. I just did a catchphrase. Yeah. Everyone is going to be so hyped about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, no, it's great. Did you, you, did you like his thing? Yeah. I love it. It's great. Also, uh, Ortega says no pressure, which I liked. No pressure. I don't, I, I don't know why I, I, I like that, but it was just fun. She was like, eh. She has no pressure. She has some great lines. Like, I know the first season, she's like, hey, man, whatever tweaks your freak. Like, I, yeah. was, I don't yeah. know why I like that line. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, on Fajita, uh, the, <laughs> the Klingons are drinking and they look rad. Oh, uh, man. Tell, so preach, man. Let's I want to hear this gospel from you. So when Discovery debuted, um, they changed the look of the Klingons, which some people didn't like. Um, I didn't mind it as much, but. We, we haven't seen, like, a TNG-era Klingon since Star Trek Nemesis. Nemesis. With the exception of Worf in this last season of Picard. But that's Worf. Yeah, it's like, Worf. I, like, like, I want to see what other Klingons look look like, because I know, know what, what, what Worf looks like. They look so fun. Yeah. You got those big ridges and like yeah. some some form of crazy facial hair. Yeah. So it was really nice, like really nice to see like high def Klingons mm-hmm. in in what I consider to be like the the look, the look of Klingons. Yeah, because Disco <clears throat> infamously changed their whole design. Yeah. yeah. And then even in uh, the 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 J.J. Abrams movies, there were Klingons in... And into darkness, Star Trek into darkness, but they looked kind of goofy and weird. They yeah. looked more like Romulans to me than Klingons. But yeah, I, that that's another time time timeline. So I don't even I don't even like lump that in with this. But yeah, mm-hmm. but it, but it, it was really great to see those that that style 
back again. Mm-hmm. Well, Singh is having a drinking competition <clears throat> with a Klingon named Kredah. Yeah. Kredo? Kredog? Sure. Kredah? He, well, he's gagging. He can't. He can't hang. He can't yeah. hang with uh, Lieutenant Nunyan saying, "What a patak! What a patak! <laughs> Looks like you can't handle your gah." <laughs> uh, so after she swiftly vanquishes him, a new challenger approaches. Uh, but there's some sort of like deal happening where Singh wants to meet Grainax. Yeah. Uh, but Grainax may not want to meet with you, human. Yes. Um, <clears throat> and, as, and as that sort of like intermediary leaves, he's like, hey, don't forget Krida. He's on the ground. And then that Edie Mary's like, I don't even know that fucking guy. And just yeah. keeps walking. <laughs> Meanwhile, La'an sees Mabenga across, mm. across the way. And he gives her a little, little uh, motion to come with him. He's like, and you got then, something uh, on your eye. And then they have a little meeting in the woods uh, where La'an drops a bomb about how... Uh, Ex-Federation and ex-Klingon extremists want to reignite the Klingon war. You know, I really like the fact that all it took for two sides to come together was to just be extremists who want a war. Yeah. Nothing brings people together like a mutual hatred. Yeah. I guess that's that's, that's at least how they're doing it. Yeah, that's history, <clears throat> baby. Yeah, so that's that's me every time I, I go into Chipotle. I'm just like, <laughs> there's a mutual hatred here. I don't like who? you. You don't like me. Chipotle. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Like, I don't like you. You don't like me, but we're here. Oh, the food. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> no, Mr. Chipotle. Like, like, like I was thinking like the people in line to get the food <laughs> no, or like you're talking about the actual food. No, Ronald T. Chipotle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the founder. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there's a cute little moment where they call Uhura Ensign and sings like, oh, Ensign, yeah. I guess things happen when I'm away. Yeah, yeah don't don't leave, girl. Uh, Chapel and Mbenga, they run into Oriana, who was the little girl that Singh went to help find her parents. Which her- autocorrect uh, changed to Otis. O- Otis for some reason. <laughs> Oriana will now be known as Otis. Otis. Uh, but Otis's parents are mad sick. Uh, they've got some type of photon radiation poisoning yeah so there was a there was an explosion and half the um town got sick with ion radiation um or what it ends up being is Mm -hmm. photon torpedo sick sickness Mm -hmm. and um which may be the coolest sounding sickness you can get oh yeah 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 yeah. i got me some and you, when you're like, I'm gonna hold on, I'm gonna sneeze. I got photon radiation. Sickness. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> you put that on the board just for that joke. I didn't. Did, you? I put that on the board before we watched this okay, episode. Okay. Okay. Right. Hey, hey, hey. Props, 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 mm. props. Sorry. I gotta get this cleared up. Hopefully, Nurse Chapel <clears throat> walks in with the good stuff. Hyposprays are such a mind fuck to me because like, what? Why? they are so crazy. Like she gives her the hypospray and or Mabenga gives her the hypospray, I think. And he's like, you'll be fine in a day. And I'm like, God, imagine, imagine if you had any sickness at all and somebody comes in and gives you a painless spray in the neck and they're like, you'll be fine in one day. Is it an ejection in the neck? Yeah, but you don't feel it. Okay. From like, aside from the one injection that Chapel gave in the first episode of the first season where she's like, this is going to hurt. 
no, nobody ever seems to have any reaction to being sprayed. Yeah. So There's it's no just such theory. a mind fuck. Cause I'm like, God, like I want that so bad. I know like any sickness that you would have could be cured by this pain, painless thing that just goes into your neck within yeah. an instant. And that's it's amazing. I, that's part of the reason why, like, I think Star Trek is so attractive to a lot of people because yeah. it represents a future of like this is the best that humanity can be. We've got awesome medicine that can cure practically anything. We can teleport Money places. Money means nothing. Money means <clears throat> nothing. Just the yeah. merits of your personal character count. Right. right. Um, and usually it's like a pretty progressive show where, yeah. people, where it's like, hey, let's like all, let's be super chill to each yeah. other just because we're human beings and also terrestrial beings that have a soul. You I know? mean, there are people out there who don't want to play play nice and that provides good con- conflict. But overall, mm-hmm. humans figured out their shit and yeah. stopped fight fighting each other for the most part. And Dude, I would kill for a transporter. <laughs> no. Okay. Oh, no. Actually, I would. I would commit a genocide for the thing that makes your food, the replicators. replicators. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, because you okay, can make I wouldn't anything. commit a genocide. I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe that's a too heavy of a price to pay for having cheeseburgers whenever I want. Yeah. <laughs> no. That'd what be would great. you do for a replicator? <laughs> Gen- a genocide? Would you? Would you kill a man? Uh, so uh, while they're administering the good stuff to Otis's parents. A very red Klingon shows up with some muscle and they're yeah. like, Hey, are you medical? Are you coming with us? We yeah. got some we got some people we want you to look at. Yeah. She didn't sound like that. No. But I wanted to give her a voice. Yeah. Right. I couldn't remember what she sounded like. Right. Um Go ahead. Sorry, I, I was gonna say the next scene, um, La'an's doing a arms deal with Grainax, and she strong strong arms them into paying double for half the uh the guns. That's that good business. She, uh, <laughs> that's some like Ferengi shit right there. Seriously. <laughs> it was good. Is um, that some Nunyan Singh shit right there? Yes. Yeah? Yeah, sure. Um, and then uh, one thing I noticed, uh, the case she has has them in, I'm pretty sure it's the same case that I use for my equipment <laughs> when <laughs> really? I go on a job. So yeah. you store your yeah. cameras? Yeah. Do you keep any uh, thermal detonators in there? That's not what she had, but that's like all <laughs> no, I could call it. No, no, no. Not yet. I'm working up to it, though. Do you ever bring that case into a shoot and you're like, I took four pictures? And they're like, that's less than half than you promised us. <laughs> you're like, yep, and I'm charging double. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. You should do that. Thing. I took four right. pictures. <laughs> It's not even worth it. <laughs> Love it. Uh, but they know they're up to no good. Yeah. Um, uh, whatever they are planning, it's happening tomorrow, but they need solid proof yeah. that something is happening because Pac doesn't want to call the Admiral without that no. solid proof because he's going to get dressed down. He's already in trouble for stealing the Enterprise. Yeah. So. Uh, the the new teleporter operator, what's her Jay. name? Chief J. Chief J. Chief J realizes that Chapel and Benga's signal has gone missing and yeah. they can't, they don't know where they are. Yeah. Uh, and... We, so we go to them, and they have been led by the the Klingon and her and her goons to this underground base yeah. where they have <gasps> a Federation ship. Gasp! Those ne'er do wells. How could they? But you know what? Uh, you know who aren't ne'er do wells? Mm. 
the super patrons who support this very show. Phil, we have a Patreon. Did you know that? You're one of them. Yeah. Uh, these people about to name are super Patreon supporters. They are supporters who contribute to the show uh, $25 and up a month. Can you imagine? It's a lot. Uh, we want to thank, of course, everyone who's a patron of the show, but these are the super Patreon supporters who are producing this episode for the month of June. Thank you to Chester Copperpot, Stanton Valentino, Svento7, Jaron Bowers, Jenny, AK, Ashley Ray, Alan Tomlinson, Wendy O'Loughlin, Jason Hawkins, Trey Barrera, Conrad, David Malfara, Kaylee Sampson, Rabbit Dog and a Barbie Car, the best name. <laughs> Uh, Jose Ruben Cruz Rodriguez, Alexis Adler, Thomas Alexander, Emmy, Joe Velez, Valerie, Aaron Layton, John Collins, Amanda, Amanda King, sorry, Amanda, Sun Loving Mortal, Andrew Gray, Jadinklage Morgoon, Jen Robinson, Kate, Chloe Richardson, Kalisha Reeves, Kiki Newton, Kevin Strother, Jeanette Murphy, Casey McCain, and Enza. What's up, Enza? What up, girl? How you living? <laughs> I don't know why Enza puts up with us. <laughs> Uh, so we go onto that ship. I assume they're on the, the Starfleet ship that's underground. And Mbenga yes. is treating the wounded. They they are suffering the same sort of photon burns, sickness. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of people. Oh, I am hit the wrong button. There's a lot of people going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how you know you got the, that's the, what the, they do. the yeah. photon mm-hmm. sickness, right? Mm-hmm. And Mbenga sort of inadvertently um reveals that he's a seasoned war veteran mm-hmm. from the Klingon War, which we he didn't know about both, that. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's sort of having some flashbacks, some PTSD from this whole um, sickbay situation. Mm-hmm. Get some flack from a Kling- Klingon <clears throat> in there. How Klingon dare you operate shit. on me and make me feel better? Yeah. Tell me, how have you... Uh, helped Klingons in the past. Yeah. And then um, essentially Chapel's like, hey man, are you okay? He's like, yes. I, I'm, I mean, no, I'm not okay, but like I'm in control of mm-hmm. of my emotions right, right now. So I'll be fine. Yeah. But we got to get out of here. And the only way to do it is with this special vial. And they <laughs> load these vials into their hyposprays. And you sure you want to do this? Yeah. They inject themselves with the green stuff. Yeah. At first, I thought they were just getting high. You yeah. know, they're in a pretty mm-hmm. awful situation. Yeah. Might as well just have some fun. Mm-hmm. But no, uh, they're getting on the gear, Phil. They're yeah. juicing. They're roiding out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what is this spray? What is this juice? Popeye spinach? I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they take it and immediately start start. Bruce Leeing, just every Klingon on the ship, just beaten ass all up and down this ship. Now, I've got some thoughts about this scene. Yeah, let me hear them. Um, I don't much care for this like limitless pill that they take and <laughs> turn doctors into a River Tam from Firefly type uh, person. Um, I didn't care for this as much. I thought it was sort of a uh, a Deus Ex Machina just to just to get them into the next scene. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "How do we do it that makes sense?" And they're like, "Well, let's just have them beat beat the crew up." Yeah. And um, during the course of the of of the beating up of the crew, Mabenga essentially Christian Bale. Batman's a guy into tell, telling them that there are 30 people 
on the bridge and in engineering. <laughs> so they know how many they have to get through at this point mm -hmm. to um, get through the ship, and they keep doing it. They keep beating up Klingon well, after Klingon after Klingon. Isn't it that he tells them there's like 30 dudes on the bridge, but they're like, oh, but we can go to deck 13 and do the transponder trick yeah. so we don't have to fight th those 30 people. Right, right. Um, but I agree with you. Yeah. I, I didn't care... I didn't care for no. the doctors beating people no. up uh, because I like, I know they're trying to make they're they're giving him Benga some backstory yeah. of like being this war veteran because yeah. in the, the last season he was just the cool, very nice with a tragic medical, story about his yeah, daughter, with a tragic daughter's backstory. Yeah. Um, but now they're adding in this other wrinkle where he's a hardened war veteran. Um, I mean, which, I like which, that which, part of yeah, it. Yeah, which, yeah, I like that on paper, but I just don't like this presentation of, like, let's let's juice up. Yeah. And we can fight off, like, 50 Klingons. Yeah. And, 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 and the fight choreography itself wasn't even that yeah, special to lacking. write home. Like, it's not bad, but it's nothing to write home about, no. and it's filmed in sort of, like, this uninspired slow motion sequence yeah. that didn't really add anything to it. It yeah. would all, it would have been better if they were just like, poof, 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 they're just John wicking everybody in that room. Right. <laughs> I mean, they were, but it was, but John wick is, John motion. wick is fast. Yeah, right, so if right, they were doing right. like full speed, fast right. stuff, yeah. Yeah. it'd be look more impressive to me. It struck as like, Hey, we're going to shoot in, this in slow motion because it'll look like they're actually doing this stuff, yeah. but they're probably doing it in like three, four speed in real life. But when you slow clap a guy's ears, <laughs> it just doesn't look good. It, it, it doesn't look good. You ever <clears throat> had your ears clapped, Phil? Nah, truth be told, no. It probably would hurt. Probably. Come here. Take your, head, <laughs> no. take, take your headphones no. off. We're going to try something. But this was the only part of the episode where... I rolled rolled my eyes a bit. I was like, come on. Yeah. Like, I know what they're trying to do, and I, I can get past it. Like, it didn't ruin the episode, but mm. this was the only part where I'm like, I don't want my doctors to be yeah. Bruce Lee. Like, come on. Yeah. Because <laughs> not, Chapel not takes way. out uh, in in the Captain Angel episode from season one, she does some fighting in that, but she doesn't juice up beforehand she she was all natural yeah yeah she and, and i liked that i thought that that like fit her they were like hey let's be a russian this russian whole, olympics like, team let's uh, let's beat some ass wear leather and dark and then we're gonna take out a bunch of yeah they're take out a bunch of klingons. klingons like it, it, yeah they're klingons it's yeah. like if it'd be one thing if they're just like wrecking through like a ship of ferengi <laughs> Which honestly, that'd be hilarious to watch. They wouldn't need to juice for, for no. That, no, no. But the fact that they're juicing, and, yeah, and it's just, it's a weird thing to add to Star Trek. Yeah, well, it's that kind of comes because, out of nowhere because Una got court court martialed for essentially being genetically modified, and here you've got the two doctors intentionally juicing themselves mm -hmm. to get through an army of. Klingons on the ship. I, I just, I don't know. I, it wasn't the strongest moment of the episode. Yeah, I, so. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Uh, so they get to the, the transponder, uh, Benga sending a message. Chapel's mm -hmm. going to 
kick some more ass to buy him a minute. There was a really neat kind of shot where they, they transition. There was a transition yeah. where they open up the the floor and the camera goes upside down with them as they fall in. It's a little unnecessary, sure, but it was pretty cool. It. Like it was my favorite camera yeah. work of the episode was that <clears throat> shot. Yeah, it was really cool. Very interesting. Uh, the juice is running out, though. It's yeah. not loose. The juice is running out. Uh, Chapel's in danger. Her, she's kind of wearing down, and Benga, Benga comes to save her. Uh, but that's this is when he boxes the dudes here. Yeah. Uh, but they 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 go into an airlock and close it and see what behind them. And then uh, they see the ship is rising. Rise. <laughs> um, yeah. So the, the ship is coming out of the uh, the little cave that they're in underground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a Klingon vessel warps into the space. Yeah. Um, we both mistook it for a bird of prey at first. Yeah, we we messed that up. <laughs> We're like, oh, it's a bird of prey. Yeah. Oh, wait. That's a Romulan thing. Yeah. Uh, I, I really, I didn't notice this when they first got to the planet, but it's this cool, like, Earth-looking planet, but it has, like, these vibrant red rings around it. Yeah. I thought that was such a cool, yeah. that visually, cool, visually yeah. very neat. Uh, but Ortega's in the ring. She's kind of hiding from the, the Klingon vessel. Um, Singh contacts him. And as she's talking to them about like, hey, whatever's happening is going to happen soon. The ship explodes out of the ground and flies into space. Uh, and Ortega's calls it a cross or it was Mitchell. Mitchell calls it a cross field class. Yes. Starfleet that is vessel. the same class of ship as the Disco from... Oh, is Discovery, it? yeah. Hmm. Same class of ship. I thought the disco ship... Oh, I'm thinking of the Defiant. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's what I'm thinking of. Uh, but it's emitting a code. Mm-hmm. Uh, her picks up a code that, that this vessel, the Crossfield vessel, is uh, emitting. It says, Enterprise, destroy this ship. flag. Yeah. yeah. So, and then... <laughs> I do love that Spock like immediately pieces the t- together and, and <laughs> kind of walks everyone through what's yeah. going on. Like if everyone is not nearly as smart as me, let me explain it to you what yeah. is happening yeah. currently right now. Yeah, uh, he's got it all figured out. They're going to follow the ship, but don't let the Vulcan or I'm sorry, the Klingon vessel know we're there. And most import- importantly, they they need to destroy it, but they can't because Mabenga and chapel could Her. potentially be on that ship yeah. so they need to like figure out what their next course course of action is because mm-hmm. if they didn't have any reservations about blowing it up they could just go straight to it and just yeah yeah because that that vessel can i get a button oh yeah. uh thank you thank you thank yeah. you mm-hmm. i like your little <laughs> yeah uh but yeah so uh Mbenga and chapel or trying to figure out how they can escape they assume that hey they're probably going to blow us up any minute yeah they find a helmet with a beacon on it but also an altitude an attitude jet mm-hmm. to help them kind of maneuver in space but there's yeah. no like actual space ev suits. suit um so their plan is to jettison themselves out into space with no protection it'll kill them in a minute but they'll pass out in 10 seconds so that's a kind mercy i guess mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> um there's some cool ship stuff where they're chasing the ship through the, the rings of the planet. Um, the CGI in this part specifically just blew my mind. Yeah. I was just, God, it looked so good. And it's also mixed with some more cool camera angles where they're spinning. So cool. The bridge crew uh, in like a 360. Oh, so it really so cool. sells that they're doing all these hard banking maneuvers in space. It's very neat. I live for those moments. I just I love it. I love it so much. 
It's so cool. <laughs> Every like, so I watched this episode twice. Uh, once this morning when I woke up, then once with you, and both times I just I geeked out both times because it's so cool. <laughs> just sitting in like, yeah. mm. uh, and Chapel kind of have a moment before they jump out into space. Yeah. Uh, she says, "I can't believe this is how we're gonna die." He says, "We've gotten out of worse," and she replies, "Not, Not really. really. Yeah." <laughs> kind of sucks yeah this is pretty awful we're about to go into space yeah we're not supposed to be there they sort of accept their fates like they have no other choice yeah and poor spock who you know is very emotionally attached to nurse chapel yeah he he, he doesn't really show it in the moment like i mean you can tell you like we know spock yeah. so because we're so intimate with this character we know that he's being torn up inside by having to give the order to blow up you know, his crew member and this person that he cares a lot about. Yeah. Uh, but also he needs to do it so that another war doesn't ignite. Right. 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 Uh, but eventually he does order the torpedoes to be fired. He looks very upset and it's all it took that that ship is a glass cannon. I mean, they hit it with, I think, two torpedoes and it just instantly poof. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't have they didn't have time to install shields no, on that thing. No, that ship was shields are done. For yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, though, Mabengan Chapel got away, mm-hmm. and as soon as Aurora they leave the, the ship, beacon. yeah, their EV suits give off the signal that they're in space, and they trans transport. Now, here's the thing. Here's one thing I didn't catch the first time. Oh, that I caught the second time. Spock's on the bridge. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. She's like, we picked up these signals. He's like, beam them on right now. And she's like, okay, <laughs> they beam on and okay. Spock's right there in the transporter room. How the fuck oh. did Spock get down there that fast? How did it how, like how much time elapsed? Cause in, cause in the show, it looks like chapel and Mabenga get beamed on and Spock's like, Boom, right there. And doesn't even, like, pay Mabenga any attention well, he's, at all. He's, he's, he's awake. He's he's conscious. And also, like, Chapel my is girl. Yeah, right. my girl. But I was just like, I don't think they have, like, site-to-site transport yet on this, on this enterprise. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm wrong, but. Yeah, because that's something that later tracks have. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that is kind of like. I was like, how the hell did he get. Down there that fast because because the <laughs> transporter room's not as far as I know not right by the bridge yeah so it's maybe what, I'm wrong is it like a situation where he's like beam them up now and they're like yes sir would you like oh he's gone <laughs> <laughs> he's in the turbo lift down holy to shit the, <laughs> to the transporter room he's <laughs> like pushing like, out of his way <laughs> I didn't know how he got down there that fast but um, that's a good point maybe there's a logical answer that I'm missing I don't know so well as but, a great man once said. Fascinating. Yeah. So, uh, but Spock performs space CPR yeah. on chapel. He says, mm-hmm. I waited for you. You do not die. Yeah. Uh, and Mbenga smiles when she comes back to life. Cause he knows Yeah. that dude knows. Yeah. He's seen love happen before his eyes. He's seen war. He's seen death, but he's seen love. Yes. And he knows what it looks like. Mm-hmm. And, and it has pointy ears. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We do have a single Vulcan tear from yeah. Spock as well. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever done that? Just one tear? Yeah. Single um, tear. I saw a man throw a piece of trash out of his window the other day. Oh, you did? 
And I had to stop my car and stare into the middle distance. <laughs> this one single tear. I'm glad you did the responsible thing and pulled over so you could have well, yeah, this I'm not emotional an animal. moment. Come yeah. on. <laughs> we advocate for safety. I'm not unsafe. Here. Yeah. But I was affected. Yeah. It's, it's, it's <laughs> terrible. Uh, the captain of the Klingon vessel, Dechak, yeah. calls Spock. Uh, to cover your uh, and and pretty much says like ah uh, he's you know he's he's doing his chest beating yeah. cling on thing shit. Like, yeah uh, you you destroyed your own vessel to f- cover your own failure to our superior might and he's like no like, no you <laughs> <laughs> and to Chuck Chuck's like face me man to man and Spock's like all right. <laughs> So, I, I I want this like somewhat awkward right. interaction. <laughs> okay, all right. What's that bit that Pete Davidson used to do on SNL where he's like just basically that dude? And it's like women for whatever reason love him. Like, oh my god, you're so hot. Okay, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> have uh, you not seen that? I, I don't know. No, they're, that they're, they're pretty funny bits. They're yeah. one of Pete Davidson's probably best bits. But uh, so uh, he's like, oh, yeah, I want to meet you face to face. And Spock says, hey, let's continue uh, this conversation over a barrel of blood wine. Come on down to Fajita. <laughs> We're going to have some beers. Blood wine night at Fajitas. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then I love I love this cut because they're like they're they're jaw they're jawing at each other over FaceTime cut to the surface <laughs> and they're like bros like yeah oh man instantly bros they they get along famously DeChock's like you're all right you're you're okay in my book like you're drinking my Klingon wine you're having a good time you are not a Vulcan to me like you might be genetically a Vulcan, but you're not a Vul- Vulcan. Yeah. So I I just love the small interactions here because like the they clink their little grogs of blood wine and like and like and, and Spock goes, Indeed. <laughs> it's so And good. then he gives two like yeah, like yeah, <laughs> like in the very subdued Spock way, like trying to really give it his all, but oh, still being Spock. We're witnessing Spock at an eleven. Oh, I, yeah, love it, <laughs> love it. And the and the and the Klingons fucking love. Oh, it. they love it. They eat that shit up. You know when those Klingons are like ninety something years old, they're gonna be talking to their grandkids like, dude, this Vulcan man, this guy was wild. <laughs> <laughs> and then Spock's like, you know what? I should probably check on uh, Inspector Peolia over at the bar because uh, my blood is boil. Or what? What was the phrase? Um, Peolia says like, "Hey, uh, my Klingon's a bit rusty." But did he say your oh, blood? <laughs> your, your blood, blood was scream. On, yeah, may your blood scream. Yeah. And he's like, "I understand the phrase right now because he's <laughs> fully drunk." And then she reveals that um, she knew his mom. She knew his mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and, she kind of revealed that earlier, but she kind of yeah. goes more into the relationship yeah. here. Mm-hmm. When she came out as a Lanthanite, she was one of the first people that she told mm-hmm. was Spock's mom. Yeah. And then she's like, can I, can I hang with you guys? <laughs> like I'm bored. Like I want to hang. Oh, I love how she's like, you know what the worst thing about living forever is? This box, like seeing the death of those you love. Yeah. No, it's the boredom. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm so bored all the yeah. time. <laughs> and then Pelia joins, joins their party. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't want to join the enterprise? 
That seems like a great gig. Well, Laon left, so her. But then she comes back. She came back. Because uh, Otis uh, rejoins (laughs) her on Fajita, and uh, she's like, so what are you going to do next? And Laon's like, I think I'm going to essentially, like, she doesn't outright say it, but it's implied. Yeah. She's, she's back. She's back. All she time. wants to see how yeah. it's, uh, her became an ensign. Yeah. She she hated missing that moment right. out. Right. Uh, so, yeah, to the Vulcan, who acts nothing like a Vulcan, they do some more, some more, you yeah. know, huzzahs. Uh, we cut. <laughs> there's one last Spock going, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Admiral April yells at Spock over FaceTime and realizes that Spock is hungover. Because <laughs> Spock's like, Admiral, can you please lower the volume of your voice? Uh, he says he followed his gut. So- sorry for, you know, not listening to orders, but we stopped a war. Yeah. I'll accept any punishment you have. And he's like, well, that Klingon hangover is going to be enough punishment for you. Yeah. Dude stole the flagship of the fleet. And he's like, the Klingon hangover you have right now is enough. You know, he should have just put some Mio and water in that blood wine. <laughs> he would have been good. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> no hangers. Hang, no hangers. Hangovers. Shit. If you can't do that, I can't talk. Uh, so we cut to Spock, who's in the medical center. He's visiting. He's visiting Nurse Chapel. Yeah. He's a sad boy. And Benga sees him being a sad boy, and he tells him Benga that he has no words for what he feels right now. Spock caught those feelings and can't put them into words. What a tragedy, Poor Spock. What? Uh, so like he has this pain in his heart, the sadness. Yeah. He has mm-hmm. no words for it. So yeah. he, of course, does what everyone would do. He goes back to his room. He picks up his space loot and he says, hey, this one's Wonderwall. <laughs> and then he continues. <laughs> Today he pre- is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then we we find out the reason why Robert April did not um, punish Spock. It's because he's one of their best, and they're going to need their best. Because what he sees on that conference room table. <laughs> big open conference room. That big open conference room is there's a Gorn ship mm, detected. The and Gorn. The Gorn, as we've established in season one, are a very, very formidable foe. Yeah, they're basically like uh, the lizard from Spider-Man, but uh, more deadly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Where my nerds at? Yeah. They're just like like I just love how the Gorn have gone from like that that comical rubber suited dinosaur oh alien that Kirk fought in the original series. And it's like a famously bad choreographed like people watch all the time for laughs cuz it's yeah. funny to watch. I love that the show was able to take that species and make it like a very sleek serpentine like scary lizard and they like put eggs in people before they kill them and stuff. It's like horrifying stuff. Yeah. 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 It's bad. Uh, so I'm excited. Are you excited for the Gorn War? <laughs> yes and no. The thing about the Gorn is we've only seen baby Gorn and baby Gorn are very like animalistic. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't really understand how like a um, extremely hostile um, species can essentially master like space flight. space space travel mm-hmm. and like be organized and like together enough to like have a fleet so um it's kind of like the reavers in firefly 
Oh yeah. It's like, how does this race of like men who lost their mind at the fringes of space, like organize enough to have, yeah. Like, like I, I see the Gorn like that right now. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm completely wrong. Like, like I'd like, like to be wrong. What if they just have a nice, like, like wine glass of blood wine? And they're just <laughs> reading their books on their battleships. Like, who are we going to take out today? Yes. Yeah. Like a more um, refined Borg. Um, so what are your overall thoughts on the episode itself? I thought it was great. Um, I think um, the interesting thing about this specific episode is they really bring back like a major plot point from from Disco. Like the Klingon War was the whole first season, mm -hmm. and they brought that back like in a big way here. Yeah, which I was surprised to see. Like, man, they are really like they even showed footage from Disco season two in this episode. Mm -hmm. It's like, damn, like they are really going hard hard on this, and, and I appreciated that. So um, I thought it was really cool that that they dipped into that. Um, I also think it's it's um, it's a really good start to season two. I think it like sets the tone. Like this is obviously going to be more of the strange new worlds you love, but like ratcheted up a few notches. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah, I would agree with that assessment. I, I I think it is a very bold choice to have the first episode of season two feature hardly any Captain Pike. Like yeah. he's not in this at all no which is you know that's that's your captain. he's in the first scene he's in the first scene he's like i'm gonna go hang out for three so i wonder if next week's episode it's just gonna be like what he's doing with una at the same exact time and it's yes. gonna be like the pike and una show right and then maybe like at the end of the episode they'll rejoin everybody else right um but we'll see if that happens next week um well phil we have a couple segments yeah. Uh, for the rest of Strange New Worlds, so, you know, other list, listeners of our other coverage know that mm -hmm. we do a bunch of different fun little segments at the end of the recaps. And mm -hmm. we got three of them for you. Yeah. First one is what we want. We're calling acting captain. Mm -hmm. Now, if you know, uh, we like to give praise to actors and actresses who really stead or stand head and shoulders above the pack. So we are awarding <clears throat> the title of acting captain to each episode's best actor or actress of the episode. So, Phil, who is your acting captain for this week? I think it's it's easy. I think it's easy to say Spock because Spock is so prominently featured mm -hmm. and he does do a tremendous job um, or uh, Ethan Peck does a tremendous job playing that emotionally affected Spock. But the one I was surprised most by was uh, Mabenga. Babs? Babs. I think mm. he did a really good job in this in this episode. Like the whole um Klingon war, like being a veteran of of that. I didn't expect that. Mm -hmm. So I'm really interested to see like where it goes. And like aside from the goofy like Popeye spinach vial. They 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 hype a spray into their necks, then take out the whole ship. Aside from that specific scene, I thought he and then like his moment with Chapel right before they like jump out the airlock too. Like every scene that he's in is just great. Mm -hmm. He's just he really he nails it in every scene he's in. And I wanted to give it to him because I think he sort of surprised me the most. 
Yeah, I think that's a very good call. He that dude always brings a lot of uh, pathos to his pathos to his roles. Like even if he's just like, I'm gonna give you a hypo spray, like you're like, oh man, I feel some emotion yeah. off that. I, he just has the best voice in the history of people with voices. Yeah. Um that's a good pick. Yeah. Uh, my acting captain is actually the acting captain of this episode. It's Spock, Ethan Spock. Peck. Yeah. Uh, I just love what that guy does with the character of Spock. It's such a hard you know, it's hard shoes to fill, but he's been filling those shoes for years now. Cause yeah. He started in season two of Discovery, and yeah. now he's here in season two of Strange New Worlds, and he's still kicking ass and taking names and yeah. somehow still manages to be funny with the character, but also open up new uh, sides to the character emotionally um, that we've never seen before, uh, but uh, it's still able to kind of stay true to the character of being Vulcan. Yeah. Very... Very difficult uh, wire act to manage. Yeah. Uh, that brings us to our next segment. This is, okay, listener, we need your help with this one. Yeah. <laughs> so this segment is our favorite moment of the show. We're not telling you our top three favorite, which is something we do in other yeah. uh, uh, forms of coverage we do on strangers or streaming things. This is our favorite moment of the show. These are moments that boldly went where no moment has gone before in the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we couldn't come up with a fun title like phil and i sat here for like a half hour just pitching uh segment titles and we couldn't find one we really really liked yeah so if you guys have a fun star trek strange new world specific uh theme for this uh title please send it in and let us know because we were coming up with some good star trek titles but they were like star trek tng uh tng yeah like we had from other series we had like iconic moments which is great yeah but it's that's not really strange new world so we're looking for strange new world specific titles so if you have one write it in let us know and maybe we'll use it on the show later yeah uh phil what was your favorite moment of the show um episode thinking back on it um i think Honestly, my favorite moment was that cut from the FaceTime on the bridge with DeChak to them clinking <laughs> glasses ah. of blood, blood wine. I just love how this really tense moment on the bridge immediately turned into like bros. Their yeah. romance on mm. the planet's surface immediately after that was was whiplash, but like in the best way. way, And I just, I love that. And when you get, and when I think back on the episode, having watched it twice now, for some reason, that's the specific scene that I keep coming back to because I love fun. And that was like so much fun in that moment, like seeing, seeing Spock in a way that you're not used to seeing him, and also seeing Klingons in a way you do remember them in such a vivid, fun mm-hmm. way. And um, yeah, it was just like that, that yeah. whole scene was, was for me, my moment. Fun party Klingons yeah. are the best Klingons. What about you? Uh, so I almost put that one down, uh, but I'm going to go with the, you know, what's your thing, Spock, that scene, yeah. because that's such a fun little meta commentary <laughs> on the series as a whole yeah you get some really fun other examples of what other cat like zoom like <laughs> just, just i want to know more just, about that captain. just knowing there's a captain out there that says zoom before they warp anywhere terrible i hope we meet them yeah i really hope we meet them yeah. one day but yeah and then the the way they play up they build up the drama of spock finally revealing what his quote-unquote thing is which is let's shag ass i believe it was <laughs> let's <right>? shag ass 
is going. It, it makes me wish they put so they put that scene in the trailer for yeah. season two. And I kind of wish they didn't, because yeah. even though it hits in the trailer, yeah. too, imagine if we didn't see that. We watched the episode the first time. Like how I'd be on the I would still be on the floor laughing yeah. right now. Yeah, I, that, that was good. so good. Yeah. So, so good. And well, Phil, before we move on, we mm-hmm. have one final segment. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll have this every week. It really depends on you, the listener. Uh, we're going to open up our comms to see if we have any messages coming mm-hmm. in from other Starfleet operatives on the Discord. Let's mm-hmm. open up the comms right now. Our first question mm-hmm. comes in from moderator of our Discord, Jordan Esque. Okay. Jordan writes, what storyline from season one are you most eager to explore in season two? Captain Angel. Captain Angel. I loved I loved that episode. I thought it was so much fun. I know Captain Angel's coming back. It's, uh, it, I don't know when, but mm-hmm. at some point they'll be back. So I can't wait. Mm-hmm. I, that, that is, that is one that, that really stuck with me. Um, I think like the, uh, the Orion ship that, that you're introduced to in that episode and how they stage the mutiny of the ship and then Captain Angel, uh, escaping at the end. It was just so much fun. And, yeah. um, that care, that character specifically is so arch and over the top and fun. And I just want to see more. So, yeah. Well, hopefully we get to see them. Yeah. Um, for me, this might be, you might make fun of me for this. Are you going to say Elysium King, Elysian, Elysium Kingdom? No. Okay. Although, what? I kind of want that too. <laughs> but being honest, that wasn't what I was going to say, but yeah. yes, yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I just want to see Nurse Chapel and Spock hook up. That's all I want. <laughs> Jeez. I want it. Give it to me. Oh, Give me God. what I want. I, I love love. Everyone yeah. knows that about me. I love love. Yeah. They have great chemistry. Fuck to Pring. She can kick rocks. Oh, poor, poor to Pring. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm being too harsh on to Pring. She's, yeah. she's a nice lady. But is she nice for Spock? I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Our next question comes in from Joey. Yeah. Joey writes, how many drinks would it take for you to hook up with Captain Pike? <laughs> <laughs> that is that is a straightforward. Uh, we talking blood wine or <laughs> are we doing the do? What, what, what drink are we talking about? Here? Uh, geez. I have um, my answer. How many? Zero. Zero. That man comes at, to me, at me and he's like, hey, why don't you come over to the captain's quarters? I'll cook you a meal. Spaghetti. Uh, <laughs> I'll cook you some spaghetti. You spaghetti. I'll pull out the space loot and play. Uh, <laughs> what was that song? Scat Cat. <laughs> Nightbird. Nightbird. <laughs> Scat Cat. <laughs> with that, if he's coming at me with yeah. that perfect quaffed hair, yeah, I'll be like, uh, yes, sir. <laughs> Beam me up. I guess the. The question I have is, am I a part of his crew? Mm. Oh, you don't want to, you don't want to, I don't, I don't, I don't shit where I eat. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I'm saying. (laughs) If I'm not a part of the crew, I'll fuck him. Okay. But if I'm not, but if I'm part of his crew, like I like to keep it professional. (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) Honestly, that's that's why you're a good first officer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 
wow, what a what a great way to start. Thanks, our coverage. Joey. Yeah, thanks, Joey. <laughs> Asking the real questions. Yeah. Uh, what a what a great way to start. I Very don't. First I don't ship. I don't ship Spock and Chapel. I ship Steve and Pike specifically. Ooh. So Stike, <laughs> Peeve, Peeve. <laughs> Is that our celebrity name? Oh my gosh. Peeve. Guys, write to the Paramount Plus people. We ship Peeve. Make it so. Zoom. Let's do it. Let's shag ass. Let's shag that ass. Hit it. I'd hit it. Thanks, Joey. Oh my gosh. Uh, well, Phil, thank you yeah. so much for engaging. Weird way to end this one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's th- this is the only way it could have ended, to be honest. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But thank you so much for taking time out of your busy week to not only do the show with me, but watch Star Trek with me. You're, you're, you're doing five shows right now. I, I, I'm not the busy one here. I know, but you got a life. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I live on these airwaves. Oh. <laughs> Don't awe me. I have a. I, I love it. Good. Yeah. Good. But no, like this has been really fun because yeah. you know this, just sitting on the couch with you tonight and watching Star Trek. Yeah. It brought me back. It brought me back to taking days. notes the whole time. Oh, did you like the clicky clack yeah. of my keyboard the entire time? Uh, I'm going to bring mine next time so okay. we can. Yeah, you were on your. Fa- you were taking them on your phone. That had yeah. to have been hard. It was hard. Yeah. Yeah. But it was my second time, so it. Didn't have to take Mm -hmm. that many. You knew what you had to write. Yeah. But but no, it brought me back to a time when we would be hanging out on on my couch at my old house when we Mm -hmm. were like teenagers watching Mm -hmm. Serenity or Firefly or anything else like Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. It was a good time. Yeah. Good time. Same. Well, listener, uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Streaming Things. If you would like to be a part of the show, maybe send in, write in how much you ship peeve or... (laughs) Chuckle. What are we talk, calling Chapel Spock? Uh, shit, it was on my uh, Chapok or Chapok? Um, Spapple. Yeah, let us yeah. know who you ship. Is it a Hura and uh, I don't know uh, Ortegas? I'd ship that. Hell yeah! I just let people fuck. Uh, but it, let us know who you ship. You can let us know by writing in at streamingthingspod at gmail.com. That is our email that you can send us anything really. You can follow us on Twitter at streamthingpod. Follow us on Instagram, dude. <clears throat> everything happens on Instagram for the show. It's streamthingspod official. Go and follow us there for some great content. We're always posting reels and all sorts of uh, fun stuff. Uh, You could also become a member of our Discord and interact with us directly there. Uh, You do that by signing up on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash streaming things, where you can sign up for a variety of tiers. Uh, The Discord tier is the $10 and above, but if you would like bonus episodes, uh, you can do that by the $5 and above. Uh, Currently, uh, we have a poll on Patreon to to, um, decide the uh, bonus episode for the month of June. Uh, Because it is Pride Month, we have a Pride-themed poll going on right now where you can choose between... Let me bring up the the options right now. You can choose between Lizzie from 2018, The Birdcage, Shiva Baby, and Brokeback Mountain. So go on to patreon.com, vote on which one of those you would like for us to cover, and then we will cover the winner, and you can listen to that, but only on Patreon. Uh, Thank you guys so much for watching Streamy Things. My name is Steve. I'm Phil. Let's shag ass. (laughs) Gorn is the, those are the bad guys, right? For the series? Gorn. Gorn. Going to be stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Expecting weird ass (laughs) off in here. (laughs) 
Gorn to be stupid. It's funny because Gorn doesn't sound like the word dare. So <laughs> it's, I, know, I don't know why. I think you meant born to be stupid. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it's dare to be stupid. It's dare to be stupid. Yeah. Dare to be stupid. Dare to be stupid.